You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast, episode 219. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello there. I'm your host, Karen Yankovich, and this is episode 219 of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. And this show is brought to you by She's Linked Up, where we teach women simple relationship, heart-based marketing, a LinkedIn marketing system that gets you on the phone consistently with the kinds of people that can change your business, change your life, change your bank balance forever. I want there to be more wealthy women of influence in the world, and this is my way of supporting that goal. If you've listened before, or if you're loving what you hear today, you know we love hearing from you, so make sure that you subscribe. Subscribe to this wherever you're listening. If you're feeling it, leave a review so we can get a sense of what's, you know, what you want to hear more of. And of course, it's always nice to wake up to a, to a review, right? So, so pay it forward for the time we put into this and leave us a review. I would love that. And it helps us understand what to, what kinds of content you want to see more of, right? I'd also love for you to take a quick screenshot, share this episode on your social media sites, use the hashtag good girls, get rich, tag me. I'm at Karen Yankovich tag our guest today. We're going to have all of Fabian's links in the show notes and you can easily tag her there. And it's also a link for SpeakPipe in the show notes where you can leave me an audio message. I love getting your audio messages. I respond personally to every single single one of them. Maybe it's, maybe it's a review, right? Maybe it's a guest you would like to me to interview or you think would be a good guest for the show. Maybe it's a topic you'd like me to talk about. SpeakPipe's a great way to get that information to me. And again, then we can have a little mini conversation, right? KarenYankovich.com slash 218 has all this information. That's where you can see all of that. I loved this conversation that I'm about to share with you with Fabian Fredrickson. Fabian's been marketing for a long time. She's got a very successful, you know, multiple seven figure business. And she is really changing the world with the work that she does. And it was so fun to have this conversation with her. So fun to get to know a little bit more about her and the work that she does. And I can't wait for you to hear more about it as well. So check it out. Okay, so I'm here today with Fabienne Fredrickson. Fabienne is a beloved member to thousands of women in business. As the founder of the Leveraged Business Program, Fabienne has reverse engineered how she scaled her business to several million annually while remaining powerfully feminine. Her book, The Leveraged Business, How You Can Go from Overwhelmed at Six Figures to Seven Figures and Get Your Life Back is the definitive roadmap showing women how to increase their income and impact with heart. And you can find her at boldheart.com. We're going to have all of our links in the show notes to this episode. Fabienne, it's so fun to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. I have a feeling this is going to be a great conversation. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. You know what? I got a chance to listen to your book. I read the audible version of it and I loved, I loved so much about it. But first of all, I would love to kind of take a step back and just talk a little bit about what brought you to really wanting to support women in business, right? What brought you to that journey? And I know you've had a really interesting journey, but let's talk a little bit about that journey. You know, why women in business and why women in particular? Well, okay. So I've been a coach for 21 years. Most of the people who've been attracted to me over all these years are women, but there was a point at which I had about 70% female, 30% male clients. And I I don't know, it could be that like, you know, men don't necessarily want to be coached by a powerful female. It could be that, or it could be that, you know, if a woman in business looks up the ladder and and wants to learn from another highly successful woman, she, she, you know, maybe that was why. But I'll tell you what happened a few years ago. My husband said to me, Fabian, why don't we just 
call a spade a spade, you got 98% women that you're coaching. And it's yeah. been like tens of thousands of women in 21 years, not like five, you know? Yeah, yeah. He said, why don't you just talk to them from your heart? So one day I just, in my Saturday email, I just said, you know, hey, insert first name. Right, so right. <laughs> women like us, we do business differently than the guys. We don't want to de- do bro marketing, bro selling, bro running of our team. We want to do it in a powerfully feminine way where we don't have to put a masculine mask on. The response was so surprising. Women were just hitting reply and saying, yes, yes, more please. And that's when I changed my entire website. Not not the next day, but within a few months, I changed my entire website. And I said, you know what? There are thousands of male masterminds. What about the mastermind for women at six figures who unapologetically want to get to seven figures doing it with heart? I love that so much. I love that so much. And that, you know, that's part of the reason why I did the same exact thing almost that you did a couple of years ago. I was looking at it thinking most of my, most of the business that most of my clients, my coaching clients are women as well. And that's why we created this podcast a few years ago, specifically focused on supporting women. But for me, I felt like women weren't feeling as supported as they built their business to multiple six and seven figures as men were. And I wanted them to know that there were people to support them, especially on LinkedIn, which is where I focus on their brand and on their, you know, on the relationships they built. They felt so masculine and left, you know, and left brained and, and I'm like, no, it's where you meet people. It's where you have conversations. It's where you build relationships, things that are, things that women are often very good at, but somehow we, you know, when it came to business, the men were talking about building the seven figure businesses and the women were like, I'm going to break six figures. Right. So I just think that I want, I wanted them to feel more supported. Right. So um, if if you think about it, Karen, how long has it been in society that women have had their own businesses at that level? Like 20 years, 30 yeah, years, not long, not, not long. long. Yeah, and there not are not long. that many highly successful women in business who aren't acting like a dude and who are, you know, kind and generous and loving and authentic and vulnerable and have a great marriage and have kids at home. Like there aren't that many examples of that. So like you and I, we're like kind of building that. (laughs) Right. And I love that you're saying that, you know, there was a statistic that came out a few years ago, maybe two years ago. So it was 2019 that the statistic is based on, and this was before the pandemic, right? So I think this has probably gone in the wrong direction since the pandemic. But at that time, there was a study that showed that women for like for like jobs were making 565 billion dollars less than men in 2019, not in 2005, not in 1915, right? A couple of years ago, we were still making a half a trillion dollars less than men for the same job. And I, you know, we get annoyed by that. I choose to look at that as opportunity, right? Like there's a lot of opportunity for us. There's, and, and we just have to have the mindset and the, and the strategy and the mentors and the path to be able to get there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of doubting voices in a woman's life, especially when she ventures off outside of baking cookies, you know, yes. waiting for the school yes. bus to come mm-hmm. out. People say, oh, you know, are you sure? Don't you just want to stay home and all of that? And then when you start making six figures and multiple six figures, there are even more doubting voices like the school nurse who says, you know, why don't you pick up your kid now? What, what, what's, you know, what's wrong with you? And 
and right. everybody's trying to tell you to get a real job. And I'll tell you this, the, okay, so you asked me the big why around why mm-hmm. I coach women. Yep. Here's why is that when you have your own business and you know how to market it and you know how to close the sale, you control how much money you make. You're, when you're in that big building, corporate hierarchy, you do not control how much you make. But here, self-employed, you are. You can set the fees. You can decide how much you market because I deeply believe, and I have told this to tens of thousands of women, you control how much you make by how much you're willing to market and how much you're willing to charge and how much you're willing to leverage your team, your systems, your time, your business model, everything that's in this book, the leveraged business, you're in control. Nobody can take you, take that away from you. And the, the big why that I discovered over the last like five to 10 years from having all these women, I, I used to do a, a three-day event called the Mindset Retreat. Uh, I've done hundreds of women in the room. I've done about 20, 25 of these. Women would come up to the mic and they'd say, Fabienne, if I do this, I'm going home to a fight. No matter how great oh my gosh, yeah. their marriage, how, no matter how healthy, and we all know plenty of women who are in toxic relationships and stuff like that, toxic whatever, Whoever, I figured this out, whoever makes the most money in any relationship has the last word. Ooh, well, that's a powerful statement. And that's, mm-hmm. I'm sure, very true. I can see that and being so, true. so, chronically, historically, women don't make as much as their partners, even their business partners, right? Mm-hmm. So, when a woman makes her own money and lots of it, self-employed, all of a sudden, she has a voice. She has a choice. She takes up more space. She's more confident. She starts to create the life she wants. And that's in the best of relationships. Sadly, many of our sisters are not in the best of relationships or situations. And for her, it's get the heck out of Dodge. Because when she has her own money and lots of it, she changes the course of her story and the course of her children's story. That's so beautiful. And who, you know, listen, I want, I w- what I wish for everyone listening is that you have supportive, a supportive family and supportive partner around you. But I also know that very often they just don't get it. Like my family are all teachers and they have pensions. And I'm like, like I'm from Mars. Like they just don't get it. They don't understand. <laughs> yeah, they just don't understand it. And I get it that they don't understand it. Like I, I understand that they don't understand it and that's okay. They, you know, I, I remember driving home with a friend one time and she dropped me off at my house at, you know, whatever after dinner. She's like, so are you going to like go work now? I'm like, well, I don't know. I may check my email. Does that count as go work? Like, like they don't get that you work, you stop work, you know, like a nine to five job or whatever job is, is you just, you don't work after that. Like I can fit it in, but here's the deal. I can also sit at the beach on Tuesday with my kids and my grandkids because I decide I want to work a little bit on a Saturday. Right. So, so I can create that life. And that's what I want for, for the people listening here. And I love that you talk about giving, giving us the power back, giving women the power back to control their own destiny. And that is there for us. And, you know, I, I don't really want to harp a lot on the pandemic, but I do think that 
what we've learned over the last few years is that those are the people, the people that are entrepreneurs are the people that fared the best through the pandemic. They did, you know, if you lost your job and you were, you know, a, an employee and you didn't know what else to do, I had, I mean, listen, my, my specialty is LinkedIn. I was getting phone calls from people that were, you know, making half a million dollars a year as a director of sales at age, you know, a guy at age, maybe say 58 saying, okay, like help me get another one of these jobs. I'm like, I'm not really sure I know how to do that. You know, like, you know, they're not here anymore. Those jobs aren't around anymore. So having, being an entrepreneur, I think it's, it's having its day, right? And it's still, there's still a lot that's not understood about it, but I do think it's having its day because we can control how much we want to work, where we're working. If we're working from home, when our kids are, you know, maybe they were home for a while or whatever, we can, we can juggle that a little bit. I do also think though, that women took a lot of the brunt of, of the childcare during all of that, but not something we need to get into now, but, but we're, but we're able to make choices, which is what's most important. We're able to make the choices as to what we want our next chapter to look like. Yeah. And there's a caveat to this, Karen, and you know this because I'm sure you weave this into your work. You need to know what to do. Yes. So I see so many people saying, oh, I want to be a coach. I want to be a consultant. I want to have my own business. <laughs> yeah. And they put up their shingle and they're like four months later, they're like, wow, crickets. Yeah. Yep. So... You so yeah, and I, I let, so let's talk about that. Tell yeah. me about that because I loved, I love what, what you talk about in your book is leveraging your business. And one of the things you said in your book, which hit me right between the eyes, was don't wait until you can afford to hire somebody. Hire somebody so that you can afford to pay them. Do you know what I mean? So you can make enough money to afford to pay them. So there was just some really interesting things that you talk about. So talk. Let's first talk a little bit about why leverage. Like why do why do you focus on leverage when you're helping women get from a six figure to a seven figure? business, you know, and I just, I'll just put it out there. Like, and you tell me if you agree or disagree in, at least here in the U S when you hit six figures, you're not making six, like there's not six figures in your bank account. Often there's no money in your bank account. No, right. Like I, you know, I like to focus my people on like, we need to be focused on a quarter million dollar, you know, that needs to be your baseline. Right. And let's, you know, that will, that will maybe put six figures in your personal bank account if you do everything else. Right. So talk to me a little bit about why leverage is so important when we do that. Okay. So I just, if we go back 21 years, when I created mm-hmm. my, my business, I was, I was, I created a client attraction system for myself. Uh, I won't tell you my, my living on the, in the van down by the river story, but basically I didn't have enough clients to, <laughs> and I was floating everything on credit cards, life business. And I created this client attraction system for myself. And for the first few years, it was little coachy Fabienne on the phone. Everybody gets 30 minutes. I'll teach you how to fill your practice. What happened is I got married. I had a baby and I found myself doing what you're talking about, working on Saturdays, working on evenings, not really being able to go on vacation uh, with my husband and my kids without taking the laptop and saying one more email. And mommy will be right there, like awash with guilt. You know, I really should be on on the sand building the the sandcastles with them. And I started seeing, I started seeing that I had become the bottleneck in my company. And I had, I had to figure this out because I was, I was underpaying myself, Mm -hmm. but now I was working like a 60 to 80 hour week. And I'm thinking I would never work that much for somebody else and under and get underpaid this much. And it was like, oh, wow, do I throw in the towel and go back to work for somebody else? Or do I find a way to do this? And so it's, it's part that, and I figured it out and, and 
in 2008, when the whole world was crumbling financially, I got my business to a million. So that, so I've been at multiple million a year for 14 plus years now with three, three kids. The key though, is that every time I would step off a stage, a woman would come up to me and say, yeah, I like what you're saying, but I think I'm going to shut down my business. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? How much are you making? I'm making 250 or I'm making 125. And I said, so, you know, you're in the top 5% of entrepreneurs in the world. And for women, I don't even know what the percentage for that is. And she'd say, yeah, but I'm working so much. I don't see my kids. I don't see my husband. I'm traveling all the time. And I I don't get paid enough for all this, you know, Mm S-H-I-T. And I'd say, well, just give me one year. Just give me one year. Don't do anything. Just come work with me. Let's leverage your team. Let's leverage your systems. Let's leverage how you use your time. Let's leverage your business model. Let's remove you from the day-to-day operations of your business. Let's have it be you, the leader of a process-driven company. Let's have accountability in your business. Let's hire world-class people. Let's have you do only what you love to do. Let's have you stop working on evenings and weekends. Let's have you take eight, 14 weeks of unplugged vacations a year. And then let's talk about whether... Let's have you pay yourself really well. Then let's talk about whether you want to fold your business. And she's like, all right, let's try it. And, you know, you can go to boldheart.com. You go to those member stories or success stories, that page, yeah. video yeah. after video after video of a woman saying, and just a normal woman, she's saying, yep, I'm at a million a year. I take eight weeks off, totally unplugged. And what I got, Karen, is like there's a million and a half coaches that are helping the person get from four to five or even five from five to six. I help women get from five to six too. Yep, but my yep. sweet spot is this leveraged approach, the leveraged business approach, because there are other people doing it out there, but they want you to do the 5 a.m. club or the six, you know, the 6 a.m. Man, I want to ease into the day. I do not want to seize the day at 5 a.m. I don't want to show you how much I can work. I want to show you how elegantly I can use my time to generate multiple seven figures without losing my sanity, without losing my freedom, without sacrificing. And that's Nobody, I, this is going to sound, some people might think I, it sounds arrogant, but oh, please be, be I, nobody arrogant. Does it, nobody <laughs> does it like us. I love nobody, that you're saying that. Yeah. Nobody does it like us. And this is why people come, they stay for years. They tell others, yep. they may leave, go see if the grass is greener on the other side and they come back because nobody does it like us. I love that you're saying that. And, you know, I think, you know, one of the things that I, cause I've had similar conversations with, with with my students. And one of the things that I remind them too, and I even think back to myself, like sometimes, you know, if, if I'm getting into a place where I'm like, ugh, like I got to, you know, whatever, it's just, it's, my to-do list is too long. I definitely can benefit by a lot of the things in your book. But one of the things that I remind myself and that I remind, you know, my students, and I am not, the last thing I want is people to be working 80 hour weeks. Like you don't, I don't even think you need to be working a 40 hour week. I think you can make a million dollars in way less than that. That being said, I don't think that sometimes we are not working as much as we think we're working. We're just not, we're stressing about the things we need to do 
as often, as many hours in the day as we are working, right? So, and I, what I mean by that is if we're working smarter, we probably can get it done a lot faster, but because we don't know how to do that. And I, you know, I remember saying to somebody one time, like, listen, when I last job that I had, where I got a paycheck for, I remember changing my business at my hours to be, to show up there at seven 30. Cause I was in Northern New Jersey heading to New York city. It was like, you needed a helicopter to get there without an, you know, a million hours of traffic. So I, sh- I went in earlier so that I could beat the traffic. So my alarm was set for 4.30 every day, Monday through Friday. And I happen to like, I get up early now, but I like having slow mornings. That's why I get up early now, right? But I was like, you know, I don't get up at 4.30 for my business. So until I'm doing what I did for my last job in my business, then I'm not even going to, we're not even, we're not even going to have that conversation, you know, because if I really think that I'm not doing as much, then I need to work like when you're at work, you're working. There was some, you know, you didn't sit around and, you know, go talk to your neighbor at the mailbox for a half an hour in the middle of the day. You were working all day long. So until I'm putting that many actual work hours in, in every day in my business, there's no comparison. And I just don't think that we do that as an entrepreneur. And that's why I love your systems and your processes, because we can have a system, we can check the check boxes off. And then, you know, then we don't have to stress over, I didn't get to this stuff yet, because I think that those stress hours were counting as work hours. Right. And we're at the soccer field stressed that we're at the soccer field, not enjoying our time at the soccer field with our kids because we we didn't plan properly. I want to add something. I want to do a yes. And yes, I I love that. Yep. Yes, please. So I don't know if you've gotten to chapter three of the book, but this, the chapter three is the leverage your time activator. So just mm-hmm. so you know, in the program, yeah, I teach yeah. the two year, I teach the first four leverage in the first year and the, the second four in the second year. And this leverage your time is foundational and it's not time management. It's like, that's, you know, go read about that elsewhere. This is about being super strategic about how you use the time that you do have. And in chapter one, we talk about hiring world-class people who we use assessments to get them on board. They are finishers, not necessarily starters. So they finish what we start. And that allows us to get back three to four hours a day. Mm -hmm. Then when we get to really looking at how we use those hours we do have in the day, we notice that we're working on things that we're incompetent at or competent at competent meeting, meaning we can do it, but frankly, somebody else can do it better. Right. And, right. and here's what I've learned about time. So we're just going to use, let's just, even if we don't work, like, let's say a 10 hour day, just for this argument, yes, for yes, please. Day, yep. Yep. we're going to pretend we work 10 hours a day. Okay. If you look at the Pareto principle, also known as the 80, 20 rule, you understand that 80% of the hours or activities or hours that you're working are producing only 20% of results or income. So if we're going to break it down, a 10-hour day, eight hours of that 10-hour day is only producing 20% of revenues. Wow. Conversely, 20% of your activities or two hours out of your day is producing 80% of results and revenues. What? What can we do to leverage that? So this is one of the things that we do with the the ladies who who jump on board is over a two-day period, we start analyzing everything they're doing and we pop things into categories 
incompetence, competence, excellence, unique brilliance. And we realize all the things that the eight hours a day, they're focusing on the wrong things that don't actually move the needle or make money. When you eliminate, automate, delegate those activities, you get back about eight hours a day. And instead of eating bonbons, instead of, you know, doing, you know, going to the gym or the grocery store during the day, this is where you start looking at where are the high yield activities where what we call in, in bold heart, the EGA is the exponential growth activities. And you start doing that at scale instead of just two hours a day, you start doing that four hours a day five hours a day. And honestly, Karen, you don't need to work six hours a day. I work, I work two to three hours a day sometimes, except quarterly when I lead my programs with my ladies, but you couldn't, you can create a multiple million dollar business on working like four to five hours a day because you're not working on all the stuff that isn't moving the needle. That is leverage. Okay. So tell me then about, let's go back to the hire somebody, even if it scares you type concept that you talk about in your book. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I do know, I mean, I do know, I mean, I've experienced it and I do know a lot of people are, they're worried about hiring their first VA or their, you know, or their, their next assistant. And I will tell you this, there are a lot of things I'm really good at. Hiring is not one of them. So because we've never been taught. Yeah. You know, I read that part of your book and like soaked in every single thing. So, and, and, and for, I'm not really talking about for me in, in this instance of like, you oh, can't afford to hire them, but tell yeah. me about that concept when you talk about that, because some of the people that are entrepreneurs, maybe, maybe they're, you know, consultants for the first time, you know, and they've just been um, in corporate and now they're like, am I really going to have, you know, what if I don't make enough money this month to pay them? Like, tell me a little bit about how you, how you explain that. So there is so much to unpack here. I'll unpack several things. The first thing is we have overinflated belief systems about how much it costs to hire someone world-class. First, we go back to corporate days and we think we just have to hire somebody full-time. Of course, that's going to make you anxious. You don't need to hire somebody full-time. I have, now at this point, I have quite a few people working with me, 25. Mm -hmm but the, no one's full-time. No one. You don't need 25 people. It's just to have, you know, I right. bunch of things. Yeah. I grew my business to a million in 2008 with seven virtual assistants, all part-time, all obviously independent contractors and all of that. You don't need a full-time person. Mindset shift number one. Mindset shift number two. When you hear that a VA is 45 bucks an hour, you're like, <gasps> 45 bucks an hour. Can't I find somebody at 20 bucks an hour? Of course you can, but they will not be world-class. Right. right. Perhaps they are. Forgive me. If somebody's listening and they're a VA, she might say, Fabian's wrong. I'm a world-class VA at 20 bucks an hour. (laughs) If you are a world-class VA, you need to be charging more than 20 bucks an hour. But also VAs, you can turn up or down the dial. Then what happens is the sense of responsibility can wash off, you know, like water off a duck's back because you don't, you don't need to be tied to them with the idea of like, I need to put a roof over their head. Third, you don't just give them things that are like 
you know, the things you're incompetent at. You're also giving them things that you know will generate money. The way to get somebody to pay for themselves, I believe that you hire somebody, you're not hiring them for a year, you're hiring them for three months. What does that mean? You hire them for three months because the first month you're onboarding them, they're, they're getting trained, they're getting their feet, you know, wet, they're getting the lay of the land. And by the third month, you can start being really strategic with them about having them pay for themselves. What does that look like? It looks like two things. One, they take stuff off your plate. So much so that you can focus on getting more clients in business, which pays for them. Right. And second, you give them, other than their three or four, you know, things, tasks that they are going to do every week, every day for the rest of the time they work with you, you give them things that will either generate money or grow the business. That is part of their job. They understand this. You said um, chapter eight in the book is about um, chapter six is about accountability, making sure that everybody is growing the business with you. So then how many women have I accompanied to seven figures who at first said, I need that person to run my business for me, or I need to hire that, that superstar salesperson, but I can't afford her. She's like 150 a year. I said, no, she's not 150 a year. You divide that by 12. You're really only paying for the first two or three months. And then she pays for herself. This is why you want to hire for where you're going and not for where you are now. The team that got you to where you are now will never get you to seven figures. Ooh, that's an interesting statement. Yeah. The systems that. that you have now will not get you to seven figures. Right. The way you're using your time now will not get you to seven figures. The business model that you have now will not get you to seven figures. Everything that I outline in this book and therefore the program is a whole shift in how you approach your business, all, everything, how you approach your marketing, your accountability, how you how you approach the, your positioning in the marketplace. Everything that got you to multiple six figures will never get you to seven figures. We have to rethink everything for a quantum leap. It's not difficult. Wow, just, I love that. You're not doing it, that's all. Yeah, yeah. And you know, one, other, one little point I want to just make on your, you know, the $45 an hour VA, often they're doing what they do. They do so well that they get so much done in that hour that exactly. the overall bill at the end of the month is nowhere near what you think it's going to be because exactly. they're, they're so much better at it than you are. You know, I could, what might take me an hour in Canva, it's going to take them 10 minutes. Right. Exactly. So, so you're not really, it's, it's not apples to apples. So I love that you're saying that there's so many things that we can talk about, but there is one thing I want to ask you specific to this, but also, you know, one of the things that conversations that I've been having with people, you know, we're, we're recording this. It's the end of 2022. You're probably listening to this, the beginning of 2023 or at some point in the future and marketing has shifted, right? Marketing has shifted. We're starting to see things, you know, we're starting to see things, marketing strategies that used to work that are not working, you know, so I'm going to, I want to say to you, one of the things you talk about in your book is I think, how do you describe it about having like marketing in multiple places? Yes, um, omnipresent marketing, omnipresent marketing, right? So, so can you tell me a little bit about what you're seeing is working now from a marketing perspective, from a social media perspective and from a visibility perspective, and maybe what, you know, what we should be thinking about as we're moving, we're creating our marketing plans as we move through a new year. 
Okay. So there's several things that have been shifting over the last 20 years since I've been in business. I'll share briefly something yep. that I noticed 15 years ago is that the hit them over the head with a two by four until they buy high, that pendulum has swung. No, nobody wants to buy from you. Second thing, especially women love to buy. We love to shop. Mm-hmm. We love to buy. Yep. We hate to be sold. So the, I'm going to pull a wool over her head and I'm going to, you know, manipulate her into buying from me. That's nonsense. What has shifted into place, less tactics, more vulnerability, less mm. strategy. Strategy is important, but you know what I mean? Like it yep. strategy and more like authenticity, compassion, love, extreme generosity, caring, uh, value, I'm here for you, that the definitive here to stay approach for marketing, because there's plenty of sleazy, icky people out there. And yeah, they may get a quick buck, but you don't keep clients for eight, 10 years that pay you high tickets and get value from you if you are doing that. So what's new is the era of results in advance. Okay. Tell me about that. So people, so my book is free. Mm-hmm. And I, we're going to show everybody how to get it. Yeah. You can go to our, but, there'll be a link but, right in the show notes to grab it. But what I'm saying is people say to me, why is your book free? And I said, it's very clear. I want you to read it. So if the, if it was like $14 and be like, oh, I don't know, but if it's free, th- the likelihood is you'll read it. And mm-hmm. if you like what it says, and you say, how do you, how does she know me so well? Oh, wow. I'm getting results in advance from this free book. And then the video series and then then the blah, 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 blah. When there's one woman who read the book and who said I was making 80,000 and in one year since I've had the book, I'm making half a million. That woman has told countless people about it. Here's what I mean by results in advance. Lead with extreme generosity. And be transparent about why you do things. I'm transparent. If, if you like the book, maybe one day you'll raise your hand and say, hey, Fabienne, yep. I'm really interested in your community and you and your program and your methodology. It's so uncommon then that when people experience this, they're like, huh, if I'm already getting results from the stuff that's free, yep. um, I bet you there's great value. That is, first of all, also, it's about marketing from your heart. In fact, I, I market from my heart chakra for wh- whoever believes in that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge energy shift between people when you are just here to give, give, give. And if everybody started doing that, you know, your, your clients on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and everybody started giving more and, as you know, it's all relationships and, and things like that, it would change everything. So results in advance, vulnerability, compassion. Also, one last thing, your marketing shouldn't be about you ever. People don't care about yep. you. Yep. <laughs> I, must, I must say that exact phrase five times a day. Yeah. You know, when I talk to people about the LinkedIn profile, yeah, I know you think it should be about you, but nobody cares about you. They care about what you can do for them, what changes in their life when they are a part of your, when you are a part of their world. Yeah. Once they understand what you can do for them Mm -hmm. and, and they, they, you know, then they were like, who is this woman? But 
until yep. they start working with you, they're they're really only interested in what you can do for them. Fine. Well, of course, and of course, right. And of course, yeah. You know what? Well, everything you said is in line with what many of the other people I've talked to said. And and it is in contrast to what many people think they need to do, which is, I mean, although I do want to ask you to qualify omnipresent, but before you do that, like a lot of the things we think about, we have to post everywhere. We have to be in all these places. We have to do all these things. We have to be live all the time. And the end of the day, like there was a time maybe 10 years ago that I was getting clients from Twitter. Like I'd tweet, they'd call me, you know, and I'd get high ticket clients. That does not happen now. It does not happen anymore. You know, now the way, you know, the more authentic and the more relationship-based my marketing is, and the more intimacy there is in marketing, the more my business is growing. And I, and you seem to be confirming that too, but I do get a little wiggy when I hear omnipresent marketing. So what, let's just kind of talk a little bit about what that means. Here's what I mean. Think about when you first started your business, at least when I first started my business, I lived in New York and I would go networking, like mm-hmm. to seven networking groups a week. And I would gig and I would like do all these things, write the newsletter. And I, I still do a lot, but I'm not generating it all. So I want you to think about omnipresent marketing as not you being everywhere. It's the appearance of you being everywhere. So what does that look like? It looks like creating evergreen pull marketing. What is that? You create something once and you set it and forget it. So whether, so if you do something once, let's say it's you write a newsletter article, you put it on your blog as well. You chop it up. You put it on all the socials. You create memes, you, you, then you take all those articles, you create a book, that book can then turn into an assessment. It's like you create it once and then, and you start diffusing it everywhere Mm -hmm. where, where your clients are. Now that's just for one thing. And then you just keep going and going. So after a while, you've got the book, you've got the assessment, you've got the, the podcast, you've got all those things and you're really doing only one twentieth of it, because everything lives out there in per- perpetuity. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. So tell us a little bit about your program. Tell us a little bit about. Uh, hopefully, everyone that's listening now. I mean, you, we'll show you how to get the book. The book is amazing. But tell us a little bit about what's beyond the book. Okay. So what most people do is they read the book, they take the assessment, and the assessment allows them to say, "Oh, these are the three activators that I should be working on first. And after a while, somebody will raise their hand and say, you know what? I want to talk to one of your, your strategy coaches. And for about an hour, we map out the marketing plan, the, the business growth plan for that person, uh, again, results in advance, extreme generosity. And sometimes that person will say, so tell me more about the program. And really it's, it's called the leveraged business program. It's a two-year program. We do the first four activators of the book. This we, we cover a little bit in the book, but we dive deep and do it together. I coach, I'm coaching with you every week. We've got monthly masterminds, quarterly activators, weekly coaching with me, but, but most importantly, the community of dozens and dozens of other women at this level. Women thrive in community. Women, when they are championed and encouraged and uh, held a, a lovingly accountable by dozens of other women who are kind yet healthily ambitious. There's nothing that they can't do without that. 
And it's a two-year program. People say, why two years? Because we've got to completely take your business from where it is to seven figures. And it simply takes that long. And people are honestly relieved that they don't have to try to do it in 12 weeks or even six months. Yes. So you can, you can go to boldheart.com. You can, you know what would be really actually interesting? So you can go look at, at boldheart.com to find out more. But if you go to YouTube and you type Boldheart Business Documentary, there is a filmmaking team that came to see me when we were in person or, you know, before COVID. Now we do everything online, so members all over the world. They came and they filmed me with all of the members for a full week. Oh, wow. They gave it it to me and they said, you can use this for your marketing. I'm like, I can't use this for my marketing. It's all about community. And people want to see like increased percentages. And and I said, they said, Fabienne, this is your fairy dust. This is in large part while why all these ladies are getting to a million or more. Yes, your methodology is great. Yes, the accountability is great. Yes, the structure for their nature is great. But this is the thing. The community is the secret sauce. And so I have yet to see a woman not be moved sometimes to tears when she goes and sees the the documentary it's nine minutes on youtube so, that's so i'll where find that can... we'll find that and we'll put that yeah. in the, we'll put a link sure. to that in the show notes also we'll definitely find that i, I want to watch it that's awesome that's awesome this has been great i've got so much from your book i've got more to do more to read i've got you know i can show you like you guys can't see this but i've got her her things printed and her her, you know, the, the leveraged business PDF Academy activators, things printed all over my desk here, because it really is interesting. And I think that we all have, you know, we all have the capability of doing this. And if you just get one thing from this conversation that intrigues you, then take the next step, get the book. And if you get one thing from the book, take the next step, you know, do the, do the assessment, book the call. And that is how we get to the goals we want to get to. So thank you so much for being here today and doing this with me, uh, Fabian. I'm, it's been my honor to have you on the show. I hope that everybody enjoyed this. And I am really looking forward to finishing your book and diving in more on some of the things that you, that you teach. Thank you. I had such a great conversation with you. I knew that we would have a great conversation. I know, I know, I know. I feel like we could go for two more hours, but I, you know, we need to not only respect your time and my time, but the people that are listening are probably like, all right, all right, Karen, you know, invite us over for coffee and we'll have it. We can talk for hours, but uh, so thanks for doing this. And yeah, we'll, you know, I'm excited that the women on this show have the opportunity to, to just find other ways to grow their business and their, yeah. and their worlds. Me too. This was such a fun conversation to have. I thoroughly enjoyed getting to know Fabienne and the work that she does. I am a huge fan. Love, love, love her book. When I tell you, and and when I read her book, Leveraged, I had my, I read a lot of books, right? So I've got a lot to compare to. And there's just so much good stuff in this book. So definitely take her up on her offer, get some support, get, you know, check out this book and, you know, see if you agree with me. I'd love to hear what you think about that. You know, I'm here to support you as well. If you are a woman moving into a a big year ahead, 
let me help you. We create wealthy women of influence in our She's Linked Up program. And if that's what you want, if that's something that you want for your life and your business, the first step is to get on my calendar. Go to karenyankovich.com slash call. I would love to speak to you there and just chat. You know, those calls are really just us getting to know each other, getting to know if the time is right, right? It's more of a fit call. I worked with somebody um, that calls them fit calls. Is it a fit to move further in our relationship? Whatever that looks like, right? But it starts with the call. Does it hurt to get on the calendar and do that call? KarenYankovich.com slash call. If I think it's a fit, I'll tell you what that looks like. But either way, there's so much. I love to brainstorm with people and help them with their, what their plans are and what, you know, what could work for you from a LinkedIn and relationship marketing standpoint. NPR, you know, that's a big part of the work that we do. KarenYankovich.com slash call gets you there. Link is also in the show notes and, you know, help me help you. I do this podcast to support you with these complimentary strategy calls. I would love for you to share this podcast with your audience. Take a quick screenshot of the episode, share it on social, whatever works. Tag me, tag Fabienne. We'll share it with our audiences and we all have an opportunity then to lift each other up right? Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you back here again for another episode of the good girls get rich. 